Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. I am Sato Mäkinen, the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and I will be your host in diving into these topics. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Alright everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In today's episode I'll be talking with Nina Kekäläinen, the founder of the award-nominated Finnish skincare brand Pura Nordica. In the episode Nina will share her behind-the-scenes stories of creating a natural skincare brand and we will also dive deep into discussion about the power of handmade and local cosmetics. These are very interesting topics indeed so without further ado let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast, Nina. Thank you. Perhaps first we could start a little bit about your background and your story to those listeners that perhaps don't know you yet. Would you like to share a little bit about your background and where you came from and what led you to found Pura Nordica? Okay, well, my background is quite complex, so there's a lot of uh, (laughs) things to tell. I was born in Helsinki, but I have lived nearly all my life in the eastern part of Finland. I live right now in Tohmervi. It's uh, like 20 kilometers away from the eastern border of Finland. I have been sometimes living in Helsinki, but I always come back here. So <laughs> here's the less people in the woods, so I kind of like it here. Well, I have three different degrees. I'm a medical laboratory scientist. That was my first degree. And then I'm also a biologist. And I've always been interested in human biology. So, so my main subject was animal physiology. And I've also studied a lot of cell and molecular biology, biochemistry and chemistry, even geography. Also done some pedagogical studies, so I'm a teacher too. Then the last degree I have is the nature-based product processor. So I was studying how to formulate cosmetics and food products from natural products and how to collect and cultivate natural products. And so on. So quite many things I have studied. So I have experience from the hospital. I've been in clinical chemistry lab. Then I've been working in molecular neurobiology group as a technician. I was producing proteins and did a lot of protein chemistry. I've been also teaching, teaching nurses and medical laboratory scientists in University of Applied Sciences. But I have also been in comprehensive school, mainly teaching math and chemistry and physics, even the first graders. <laughs> so, so a very wide spectrum of, of teaching stuff. And then I was quite many years at the university as a researcher. I was studying mitochondrial DNA maintenance. I studied how different proteins take part to replication and repair of the DNA. Because there's uh, in mitochondria, the powerhouses of the cells have their own DNA. And uh, we were studying how this DNA is maintained in the mitochondria. So did a lot of cell culture and molecular biology, DNA, RNA things. and. Oh my God, that's so interesting. <laughs> yes, it was interesting. And uh, research life is is very interesting, but it's not always very easy to combine the research life and your family life together. 
So that was one reason that made me think that, oh, maybe I could do something else. I love research, I love teaching, and I wanted to somehow combine all this experience I had. I was a researcher at the university when my second child was born. And at the same time, we had just moved to the countryside to here in Tohmajärvi to this old big farmhouse with very big yard and we have a lot of garden plants and old trees and wild herbs, two small fields here, chickens and rooster too and I got very interested how to use all these plants as food and cosmetics because when I was a child, I'm a 70s child, and I had very strong connection to the nature in my childhood. So I was nearly all days outside in nature with my friends, and in my adulthood, I was somehow lost this connection, I think. And after we moved to the countryside, I kind of found it again, so I reconnected to the nature. And then I started to make my own soaps and salves because I have had always problems with my scalp and face because I have this seborrheic eczema. I tried to find good products for my skin and did not find any suitable products because I'm very sensitive to the essential oils and most of the natural cosmetics had those. I couldn't use then cosmetics that were on the market. So I started to do my own and then I just thought that, okay, this is quite fun. You can use scientific material too when you are researching that what kind of ingredients you should choose to the products and then I started to solve out the cosmetic legislation because if you want to sell products, there's of course this cosmetic legislation that you have to know. And that's not a very easy one, <laughs> I think. I thought that uh, there has to be some education available. You need to become a lawyer as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 not, <laughs> not that. But I thought that uh, why I'm studying this by myself if there is some education for this. And then I found this school in Kajani where I could become nature-based product processor. So I went there and it took two years. And before I was graduated, the Pranudika was born. It was born in June 2021. But my products were launched this year at the end of the January. So that kind of story exactly and yeah you're a very new brand actually yes and it i think uh, that if you are a new brand it's not very easy at the beginning because we all know what kind of situation is in the world it has not been easy at all so first this pandemia and now then this uh, war in europe so it affects the people yeah though especially during covid times a lot of people and brands saw that perhaps natural cosmetics and natural products actually did pretty well in a way that people were looking for the connection back to nature again and more of those kind of products. So it wasn't that bad at all in the end. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, if we talk a little bit about your products, because obviously everyone wants to hear about those a lot as well, would you like to share a little bit which kinds of products you make and perhaps which one was the first one and so on? Okay. So I launched these four products about the same time. I have two lines. There's this rosewood cream and toner, so facial cream and toner, and then there's a Burgenia facial cream and toner. And these rosewood products are especially for very dry skin type and for aging skin. And Burgenia facial cream and toner are especially for cooperative skin type. And this rosewood cream was made for myself, for my skin. So I have taken all the goodies there and it's very good for aging skin type and I have got my face to better condition with that because my face was really flaking the skin was flaking and now it's not so it has been a very very good product and it has uh, helped many other people too and I don't use these essential oils because I'm so sensitive to those The ingredients in this, for example, this rosewood facial cream, that is the nominee. There's like uh, wheat germ oil, avocado oil, jojoba oil, chia butter. So it's very, very rich cream, but very well absorbed to the skin. Uh, so the oils are nourishing and activating collagen formation and other skin functions too, and moisturizing. So it's a very, very moisturizing cream. And then in this uh, rosewood toner, there's this uh, local bird sap. So it's like skin renewal and moisturizing. And of course, uh, bird sap has many, many good qualities. And then in both of these products, there's this rosewood extract. And the rosewood is grown in a local farm. It's an organic farm. And I myself dig those up from the field and I do all the cosmetics from beginning to the end by myself by hand and this rosewood is really really wonderful ingredient and if somebody doesn't know it's a medical plant and it's traditionally used in Asia and Europe and it's a very adaptogenic plant so it increases stress tolerance of the body all mental physical and chemical stress And it also enhances work performance. So it's very rich in polyphenols like salicylates and tyrosol, rosavins, and highly antioxidant. These antioxidants prevent the damage in our cells and DNA that are made by ROS, so reactive oxygen species that are caused by our metabolism. So these oxoradicals uh, damage our DNA and uh, the, all the cells and these antioxidants prevent them to do so. So this is the way how they have this anti-aging effect because they are like guarding our cells. Roseroot also have their anti-inflammatory effects and it also inhibits melanin synthesis. It's also proven that it reduces water loss of the skin. So it elevates this way skin barrier function, for example. That's a, a really wonderful ingredient. And then in this Burgenia products, I have, of course, this uh, Burgenia leaf extract. It's, uh, we use uh, Burgenia crassifolia, and it's also grown in the same farm. It's also adaptogenic plant from Asia, 
and used a lot in Ayurvedic preparations and also in traditional Chinese medicines. And it has also multiple functions and it's very rich in polyphenols, so anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, antibacterial, uh, very high levels of arbutin, so this natural beta-arbutin that maybe quite many know. It has this skin whitening effect and then arbutin also strengthens the capillary veins of the skin. So it's very good for cooperatic skin type and it uh, decreases the redness of the skin. This cream has also helped some of my customers with rosacea. So there's uh, also hemp oil in this cream and jojoba oil and and they are both like balancing sebum production and anti-inflammatory, non-comedogenic, so very good ones. So this kind of ingredients. Yeah, they sound like uh, powerful, powerful mixes, all of them. Yes, they are. And I was very lucky to have this kind of farm near here. So there's like, um, I produce these uh, products in, in Kite, so it's like... 20 kilometers away from Tohmajärvi so I have my small factory and office too and then about 40 kilometers away from there is this organic farm so everything is quite local and the hemp oil is also Finnish it comes from Uvascula and I want to use as much Finnish ingredients as possible of course it's not always possible because we don't have these avocados growing here. And so this kind of things. The next topic, I had a question for you about the experience of making one's own cosmetics because you also organize courses, if I understood correct. Do you see that people want to do their own cosmetics and perhaps their connection to nature more? And, and what kind of things do you organize, actually? It would be nice to hear a bit. Yes. Uh, as you said, uh, during this pandemic, people want more connection to the nature and people also want to be more self-sufficient. I have been organizing courses where I teach people how to make very, very simple cosmetic products with very, very simple ingredients. And all the ingredients you can buy from your local supermarket. So we have made, for example, bath bombs, lip cream, body scrubs. And then I also organize courses where we do ecological cleaning products. So basically from vinegar, baking soda, baking powder, because people are nowadays more conscious about the ecological side of, of their products. I think that in old days, like Baking soda has been very, in everyday life, people have been using it for cleaning. And we have somehow lost these skills, uh, uh, these very simple skills. Of course, quite many want to do also by the hand because in these days, quite many work with computers and you don't get any visible result of your work. And then when you make your own cosmetic products, it's like you have done something concrete. You can even then use it for everyday life needs. And some people say that, oh, why are you teaching them to make their own cosmetics? That uh, now they are not 
buying from you. But I think it's opposite because people get more and more interested in natural cosmetics. Even I have done with my customers, like facial oils and so on. They are always asking that, oh, when are you launching your facial oil and so on. So, so I think it's just good that people can have this kind of connection to the nature. And I also organize courses about wild herbs and, for example, how they can be used as food and in cosmetics, of course, and also as a herbal teas, infusions. And those have been very, very nice courses and people have really enjoyed when they have been there. Mm. And it's amazing, obviously, all this knowledge we used to have it before but living in the cities and you know with the hectic lifestyle and all the social media and everything we've kind of lost all that so it's nice that you're one of those people that are bringing people back to that yes there has been a lot of people about my age and I think that uh, when I was a child in 70s and 80s when there was some blood was bleeding we always took some like uh, this common plantain leaf and treat the the wound with that and then we made also i i remember we made shampoo from birch leaves where you can make a mild a mild shampoo like product and all those skills that i already had as a child i lost somehow because there was this i don't know in the 80s there was all things were so commercial and so on it was not trendy to do anything by yourself. You just went and bought something. So uh, so I think it's very nice now see people like reconnecting again to the nature. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, perhaps we can go towards future then. Do you think this trend will continue going? And perhaps other thoughts about how the beauty industry will change perhaps in the future? Well, the natural cosmetics are becoming more and more common, I think. There's a lot of new companies and more is coming all the time. Of course, there's a lot of competition. And now even big companies like traditional cosmetics companies uh, have their own natural cosmetic products that you can get from the supermarket. I think that it's going to be quite same than, for example, in handcrafted beers. So over 10 years ago, there was just few small breweries in Finland and I think in general in Europe. Of course, there was these traditional ones, but there was just uh, this new small breweries few and then there was suddenly plenty of them and some of them survived some didn't even the big companies have their own special beers nearly like handcrafted beers but there's still space for these small breweries because they're making quality products that are not for everybody quite uh, unique like and I think that the same trend is now seen in beauty industry. Uh, here in nudic countries, we have pure and wonderful raw materials, and we make these simple quality products. So I think the future looks quite promising for us. And I was actually listening to this, um, the founder of Esther by Sweden talking about this topic. She said that there will be more and more of these customized products that I totally agree because everybody has their own skin type and one product does not suit for everybody. 
and you just have to try and find your own which is suitable for you. So this customizing is probably a new trend that is coming. Yeah, I would definitely agree with this one and you can already see it with very tiny brands but more niche brands like yourself in a way that you have also products for very specific skin issues as well. Yes, yes, because I just want to help those people who really have problems with their skin. For example, I have never been consuming cosmetics a lot. I'm not any cosmetic enthusiastic, but I had this skin problem and I wanted to create a solution for that. All the products that I produce, I want that they really have some good effect to real problems. Mm. So also this Rose Root facial cream that is nominated also in the awards this year. Congratulations once again, by the way. It also sounds amazing for winter times for any skin. Yes, it's it's very, very good to moisturizing. My skin, my face uh, was in really bad shape. And this uh, cream has been like life-saving cream for me because now I don't have this flaky face all the time. My test group was totally sold <laughs> to this cream also and I have a lot of older customers that have been saying that oh I have always have this problem and I'm very lazy to treat my skin and then I have said that well try this one product and then they come back to me in these uh, events and say that oh this is so totally best cream I have ever tried. So it has been very positive feedback that I have got from that cream. So I'm very pleased that I have created that kind of cream. Exactly. Well, if anybody got super excited now, where can they find and buy your products? Well, the easiest way is uh, go to the puranudika.fi website. So there's my own webshop. If you are in Helsinki next week, there will be a big well-being event in Helsinki Expo. And I will be there on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And then in the southern part of Finland, there's a couple of physical stores also. So there's in, in Old Borvo, there's this Viivin Kosmetikkapuoti. Viivi has also a web shop, so finnaturecosmetics.com. And then there's this local food market, Heila in Heinola. They have also a website, heilan.fi. And then in eastern part of Finland, a couple of stores too. So in Joensu, Mokomia Lifestyle. And there will be then also this Design Kulma Christmas shop. And then a couple more in Tohmeri and Kesälahti at Kite. Next uh, month and in December also... My products are sold in Design Coveret Christmas Shop in Tampere. So that's also where you can find those. But easiest way is go to the internet. I'm actually translating my website now. And there will be international English website. And I'm staffed then ship also internationally. Exciting. I'm sure you will let people know somewhere when this is going to be open so perhaps on social media yes you can follow my company in social media like instagram and facebook and from there you can get always information about the events where i am and also about the new products uh, so i have already 
shown a little bit that there will be one clay mask coming and then there will be also a couple other products and if you find Buranulika on Instagram or Facebook you can find the account there. Mm, exactly seems to be the case always these days and obviously I suppose if somebody's interested in the courses that you organize they can find information also on the website. Yes, and actually you can uh, buy the courses from our web shop and I also make customized courses. So if you have a bunch of friends or something and you would like to make some cosmetics, it's, it's okay. You can call and ask. I have done this kind of courses quite many groups. So we can organize what, whatever you want, what kind of course you want. So... I like to talk with my customers and I like to co-work with others. So just call or email. You can put a message anytime you want. Yeah, you can contact easily. I will also link all the handles below in the show notes of the podcast. So anybody who is interested or wants to contact you can click directly from there. But thank you so much for this lovely chat. It was really lovely to have you on the podcast and I wish you all the success for the awards. Thank you. Thank you. It's so exciting. This is so totally new thing. And also this podcast was my first ever. It's very interesting to see you already opened the registration for next year so it's interesting to see which companies are there yeah exactly well thank you and we'll see you soon i hope yes see you bye bye thank you for listening to this episode of the nordic natural beauty podcast make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes if you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast please share this episode We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest pages, simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!